Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Subject to change. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. everybody and welcome into the final edition without roger and basil chris kane kyle duckelbaum and josh neighbors holding it down in the studio for you today thanks for listening and thanks for joining us as we head into the weekend good morning kyle friday good morning sir thanks for putting up with us all week well, for you the last two weeks did they actually put up with us uh, tolerated. tolerated tolerated we don't want to know the answer to that yeah, yeah baz is uh, somewhere over the atlantic i believe on his way back Yes, he texted us early this morning on a flight to Dallas, wishing David safe travels and Jessica, who are coming back from France after a long but outstanding trip. And I'm sure you're going to get to hear all about it next week as uh, he's posted pictures online. He's posted some videos of the experience. And uh, I know Rogers had a great staycation as well, spending time with the family. Great picture of him and Jessica. Yep. Right right on the river. I. My wife got excited for a second. It was the kind of picture where you're oh, going, no. Oh, oh, no, 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 you don't no, think. No, 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 no. You don't think, do you? No, no, no. no. I, Surely. Uh, I don't think they're a announce it on Facebook kind of couple. So You're right. I would think we would have gotten a text before there was an announcement. I, think I we feel pretty known. comfortable in saying. <laughs> I uh, feel very comfortable in saying, yes. <laughs> no. Wow! Just like that? No, not did not happen. Um, you know what? 
I'll go with it. Plus, that would involve Basil getting down on one knee, which you can't really do at this that's point. That's true. Well, uh, from a basis <laughs> of just functionality. Yes, fun- it, which I love you, Basil. Yes, we do. Yeah, we love Baz. Yeah. All right. Um, you know what we're going to do today, Josh? You know what? You, you, you remind me of something yesterday in the last hour. And it's when I started doing all the, the regular stuff. National days and birthdays and stuff like that. You're like, oh, we're doing this late today. Usually yeah. we do that. Do we typically do that? And by we, I mean, do they typically do that like right off the top? Is that something? Or in the first hour? Is it, yeah, yeah. It's usually it's first segment. Yeah. First segment. And, and we revisit those things. You know? Throughout so the day, we can, yes. We can talk to... Heather Baker about, you know, National Donut you know, Day. Peanuts, you know, in your friend's hair day, whatever. Well, I looked at this, I looked at it, and one did catch my eye. National Donut Day is one that I think we could celebrate. Let's do it. I, I really do enjoy donuts. Uh, we, we do every Saturday in my house is Donut Day. My kids know it. They call their, uh, their grandparents, but we FaceTime them in Florida every Saturday. It's Donut Day. Wow, you all fa- let's say the kids FaceTime grandparents in Florida every Saturday. And they've got different donuts, and you all have donuts? Oh, I, I've, I've tried to stop eating them recently because remember, we talked last week of trying to lose a little weight for Miss Arkansas. Yeah, but I, yeah, I try, I love donuts, um, and they love donuts. So we get them from either Shipley's or Mark's, which is my favorite donut spot in the, in the entire metro. It's in North Little Rock, it's outstanding. Mark's. Mark's. Mark's Donuts. Outstanding. Um, but there's a lot of great donut spots. So if you have a favorite donut spot, type in this All morning. All I had is Hertz Donut. That's give me some suggestions. You know what? I, f- I found Mark's because um, on the morning show, Channel 7, one time it was Donut Day, we asked the question, where are the best donuts? And we had an overwhelming response of Mark's in North Little Rock. And so I was like, oh, I need to check this place out. Went and checked it out. I go about every other Saturday. You know, it's, it's about 20 minutes of a drive, but it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. So if you have a favorite donut spot, any suggestions out there, National Donut Day, June Hertz 2nd. is a meal in and of itself. Those things, Josh, those are massive. They are, They are, and they, they're um, creative. I think, you know, that's their big thing over there, right? They like, they're all about the look of the donut. It's, listen, it's, take a picture of your food. Is that's, it good? That's it. It's all for yeah. the gram, isn't it? It's for the gram. It maybe. is for the gram. Okay, another thing today, it is National Rotisserie Chicken Day. Yes, Josh, we're getting into the ridiculousness. National Rocky Road Ice Cream Day. And this might be my... If you ask me my favorite of all these, and these are some good... These are good. Rotisserie Chicken, big fan. Yeah, those are good. Rocky Road Ice Cream's great. National Donuts are awesome. But National Leave the Office Early Day is today. Leave the Office Early Day. Well, the last hour you guys can do on your own. Acre wouldn't mind if we duck out at 940, right? I'm just... Throwing it out there to the people. I'm not telling you what to do and what not to do. I'll find some kind of interview we can replay. But if you are, yeah, do we have, there's got to be one that's an hour long, right? What's our favorite one from the last week? Um, Just play match game over and over again. <laughs> match last just, week's match game? Yes, or or, or play RJ's uh, rant about his uh, six-year-old softball team. One of those right. two. Yes, that that would be that would be just fine with me. Uh, if you want to get in today, you can always call in 501-661-1037. The First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, 501-661-1037. We have a couple of texts on there early on. One even asking about Jordan Walsh. We're going to get to that in just a little bit because there were some comments. You know, Jordan Walsh had that video where he thanked everybody and, and you know essentially said, you know, advancing to the draft, appreciate all your support. But then there was an interview you did separately with a reporter for ESPN, and it caught the attention of several Razorback fans that we've seen on social media. We'll get to that in just a little bit. First, though, I want to talk about what happened yesterday at the SEC meetings. Um, today, we've got Trey Shap coming on. He's going to be on in an hour from now. He'll be on the 7 o'clock hour to kind of update what happened and what was finalized, essentially, from SEC spring meetings in Destin, Florida. Um, also coming up today, we've got Heather Baker at 8.06. Melinda Mayo is coming in at the 8 o'clock hour. And I say coming in, hopefully, and I'm not kidding you. This is what she told me. I texted her last night. I said, could you, would you come in studio? The, the River Market studio for Channel 7 now, Kyle's right down the road. Right down the road. So I was like, is it possible for you to come in the studio? And she said, I've got a TikTok i got to do. And after we film that, I'll come in. And I was like, we'll get it in one take, Mel. You can do it. I know you can do it. Now, if she was trying to do it with me, it'd take 15 plus. I would not be able to do it with her. I'm a terrible dancer, but they've got a TikTok they're going to do. Danny West not able to come on today, unfortunately, but we'll talk with Danny next week. Hey, Stephen Davis is going to join us in studio in the 9 o'clock hour again, the voice of the Arkansas Travelers. Were you up late with him last night again doing the game? Yeah, that was a good game. Travis okay. hit three homers last night. Fantastic. A good win. 
All right. Well, Stephen's going to come in. You know, Stephen, of course, like I said, voice of the Travelers, but he is so plugged into the world of baseball, both minor, pro, and collegiate, and has such a great take on this series in the Fayetteville Regional. He is glued in. He's been glued in all year to the team. He really knows uh, about these matchups and how important they are, so he's going to break down a few of them as the Razorbacks get ready to face Santa Clara today. John Neighbors is going to be calling in as well, Josh. Yeah, we'll get John. Do we know uh, what time John's going to call? I mean, whatever in, time he wakes up this morning. Maybe either in Danny's spot at 8.30, okay. or we'll get John at 9.30. Okay. First, though, I want to talk about what's happening in the world of SEC football some schedule finalizations happening yesterday uh at this point as expected after talking with trey yesterday eight game schedule moving forward at least for the time being but one of the things that i was talking with people about yesterday that i thought you know they the people i talked to did not foresee coming even though it had been rumored is the elimination of divisions and going to once Texas and Oklahoma join. There will be no division 16-team league. Top two, no matter what, will go to the SEC championship. Kyle, what was your thought on that? You know, did they take the easy way out a little bit? Maybe. But does it make sense? I think so. Um, You know, I don't think you want to pigeonhole yourself into anything at the moment. And so it's sort of taking the easy way out. Let's see how this goes for a season before deciding how they move forward. Uh, I think we know eventually the number of SEC games will expand. The, the 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 whole thing's going to change. It feels like probably a one- or two-year thing. Uh, I don't know. Is there a part of you that's sort of sentimental to see the SEC West go away? As as frustrating as it is for Arkansas, it's like there's it's a part of your identity. right? I mean, this has been, you know, to, to be an SEC West school is a part of what Arkansas is. Uh, is there a part of you that's sort of sentimental to see that gone? Oh, not for me, Josh. You were shaking your head in there. Were no. you shaking your head for a different reason in there? What were you huh? shaking your head for? Well, no, that's why I was shaking my head about about all that. I just, I'm totally fine with no divisions. I, I think that the SEC has been very fortunate for the last at least what three or four or five years now mm-hmm. that Georgia has been one of the best two teams, and typically Alabama has been the second best team. On occasion, LSU, right? But I, I, the need for divisions, I think, has gone by the wayside. I think the Big Ten is, is the best example, right? Ohio State and Michigan are playing. Oh, the leaders and legends, are you saying? Wasn't yeah, exactly East, a, right, but the, wasn't but exactly something that, that, that Michigan hit home? Michigan and Ohio State have been playing the de facto championship game now for the last couple of years. And then who shows up at the end of the road? It's Iowa, or this year it was Purdue. And really, you're not getting a very compelling game. The best way to do it is, is to go about it is take the two best teams the entire season. That, that's a that's sort of a short sighted look at it though because it doesn't always happen that way. Everything is no, so everything is so cyclical. That's happened in the Big Ten. As soon as Harbaugh leaves, what happens to Michigan? Uh, I, that, it's yeah, very though, cyclical. Right I mean, the, the thing is, your options in the West are are. I mean, the, the Big Ten West is has <laughs> none of the top three teams in the Big Ten. Penn State, Michigan. And Ohio State are the three best schools in the Big Ten, and you might even put Michigan State historically as like. Is it four. Rutgers and Maryland, the two on the other side that get bludgeoned every year by the by the heavy yeah. hitters? Poor, yeah, poor Rutgers. Yeah, poor Rutgers. <laughs> the the home of college football. The, by the one way. issue you do run into though is that you don't play everybody, right? I mean, but you can't. It's sixteen team league. Yeah. So you can only play so many people. So your schedules end up unbalanced. But I think the divisions, in my opinion, are antiquated. Well, and here's what I was wondering about divisions. Now the playoff is expanding, but we have seen before. There can be benefits to not playing in the title game. And it's not happened all the time. But there can be strategic benefits of not having to play that game and risk losing that game where you just sit idly by and with the playoff expansion coming. not And I, I think 12 teams will be enough to where you don't want to sit idly by if you're the second best team in a division because it doesn't – I mean, look – Losing that game, if there's 12 teams and you're 11 and one, and you know Alabama was 12 and 0, you're still probably going to go to the college football playoff if you're in that position. But if you have two or three losses and you're second in the division, and or in what they were divisions, and then all of a sudden you know you were able to sit idly by, well, is it worth it to play one more game for home field advantage? I think so. Yeah, yeah. right. That that's where it would come. That's into play. where it would. That's the I guess the the old overriding factor in the play. But that, I thought that was interesting. Getting ready, getting rid of the divisions moving forward is something it that feels like uh, they're sort of kicking the can down the road to me a little bit. And that's fine. It doesn't yeah. mean it's the wrong way to go. It just it it's not really a decision about how you're going to 
do Well, this. when they eventually go to nine conference games, which will happen because the TV companies will give them more money for more SEC football. Yeah, let's be clear, folks. That's that's the reason yeah. why they're, right. <laughs> that they did if, not move. Yeah, there is no reason to play an extra <laughs> difficult game if there's no if, if value, there's financial no incentive. value to yeah. doing so. Yeah. There's no reason to do it. So, But when they go to nine, they are going to need to find out figure out a rotation, a formula, the rivals, put it all together, and figure it out each year. So, uh, Ross Dellinger posted this yesterday. Did he misquote my my head coach again, or did they... No, no, he did not. He did not misquote your head coach. No, but he posted something uh, that I thought was pretty interesting about the tiers and the divisions and the um, schedule when it comes to, you know, who would your three permanent opponents be, even with the non-divisional eight-game schedule. He said it's likely they're going to use the same kind of uh, kind of tier modeling whenever it comes to your three permanent opponents. And it's based on your record over the last ten years. And I know I sent you guys this picture, but I, I, I think it still surprised me. Maybe it's the fact that you know, you try to block out the Chad Morris years and as much as possible and, and, and maybe forget that Brett Bielema did go over in, in the SEC play in his first season. But, folks, Arkansas has the second-worst winning percentage. And I believe this is conference winning percentage, by the way. That's what they're doing. It's con- so, yeah. the second-worst conference winning percentage in the last 10 years. Only one team worse than them, and it is the proverbial Vanderbilt. Nerds. Let's be honest. <laughs> even if it's overall percentage, they would not be too much different. For, it, pro- for, it might not be. You're right. So, yeah, boy, that was... That was uh, sobering. Oh, boy. When, when you see that, it's Alabama number one at 88, then Georgia at 70, and these are all percentages. 88% for Bama, 79 for Georgia. Then they added the two new schools with Oklahoma and Texas and put the asterisks of Big 12 play, obviously. Oklahoma at 78, LSU at 63, Florida at 57, Texas at 54, of course, in the Big 12, Auburn at 53, Texas A&M at 53, Missouri at 47, Mississippi State at 46, Ole Miss at 44, Tennessee and South Carolina both at 41, Kentucky at 39, and then Arkansas. And that just shows you the dark ages that the Razorback football program just went through and hopefully now can forget about for good. Like, I'd forgotten about some of those years. I, I go, that can't be right. That's got, there has to be a mistake. And there's not. So that's how they're, but they're going to use that as part of the process. The tiers will matter when it comes, and this is what Nick Saban was complaining about. He didn't want to have to play the locked-in rival, primary rival of Auburn, even though right now I don't know if that's such a bad thing as they're rebuilding over there. He didn't want to have to play LSU because Brian Kelly seems like, even in year one, starting to figure things out with some a couple of screw-ups last year, but mostly a, a positive season, I think, for LSU winning the West. And then number two, or number three, Tennessee, which, hey, look, they're in that bottom quadrant, 41% over the last three years. But it's not Derek Dooley on the sidelines anymore. I mean, this is this is a Tennessee team with Josh Heupel that is poised to put up a lot of points for a long time. I, mean, it, I don't know what they're going to do on defense up there, but I know on offense, they're terrifying. So I get why Nick Saban's upset, but we'll see what – I think Arkansas has been rumored for LSU, Missouri, and Texas, I think, were the three – that were talked about as being the three permanent opponents. Yeah, that that hurts. Seeing yeah. it, seeing it way down there, it should. Yeah, I mean that that is a stark reminder of like the dark ages of where we've been over the last ten years. And you do try to sort of block it out, considering for the last few seasons it's felt like they've been on the up and up and and been on the right course. But there were some. I mean, like, would you have guessed that Texas has a better winning percentage than Ole Miss over the last ten years? Uh well, Big yeah. Twelve. Yeah, they've been. Yeah, I mean, I mean they've. Sh- the Big 12, Josh, you covered the Big Twelve. Though. I mean, they have struggled mightily in few seasons. Oh. I mean, like, oh, not not yeah. not just average where Texas fans think that they struggle. I mean, they but remember, five and seven. Charlie Strong year, had some really rough final yeah, years. Five and seven for them has been cratering the two. Like the Charlie yes. Strong five and seven, and, yes. and then Sark's first year. But still, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it is kind of staggering to see that the low. That's a pretty low percentage for them. It is. Okay, so th- that's that's the plan right now, according to Ross Dellinger, as far as whenever it comes to achieving balance, they're trying to figure out how to get the, the, the rivals figured out first. That's the most important thing, according to Greg Sankey. But after that, in terms of permanent opponents, they're trying to figure out over the last 10 years, based on winning percentage, who would you be playing? Are you you good with Arkansas's three opponents as far as rivals go? And, and, and tiers, I would suppose? 
Yeah, I mean, it, with, it, like, if, with that, the understanding if, it, that you, if it is Missouri, yeah. LSU, and Texas, with, as it's been rumored, with the understanding that you 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 know you're going to be stuck with Missouri, like it or not, uh, like that's just that's just sort of going to happen. But the other two, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think everyone loves to see him play Texas. Uh, love to see the boot battle continue. So so, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. I wonder exactly how. Uh, <laughs> I know Missouri fans probably still want to play Arkansas. Oh, would love to. Yeah, there you go. Thank yeah. you, Josh. Would love that. But on the other side, I wonder if LSU has any care in the world about keeping Arkansas as a permanent opponent. I'm, I'm just, um, I think I think for them, they like A&M more, right? I mean, that's kind of the one that they'd be most apt to say. We know they want Bama, be. of course. Do they? Well, yeah, I believe so. I right. think they want they want that's that. Fair. I think they, I mean, based on LSU fans that I've talked to. Look, yeah, you they, know more than I do. So. They want that. You know, they they absolutely want that kind of challenge and that permanent opponent. Uh, but Florida is a, a rival of theirs as well. I think I, I, if you're Arkansas, Missouri, Texas, and who's the third one we said? LSU. LSU. That's a fair. That's a very well balanced. Like as much as Missouri, you know, kicks your tail. Like you should beat them more often than not. To be oh, honest. yeah. I mean, so that's fair. Texas has not been Texas, and LSU has shown a propensity to be up and down. So I think, uh, but Brian Kelly, I think we, it's going to be pretty good, but I think it's a pretty balanced. I mean, it's, it's not like Auburn used to do with having to play Alabama and Georgia every year. It's not that hard. Yeah, and Auburn, who I think they were, they were talking about their schedule and who they would have to play, which of course is Bama, Georgia, and... they got they got to get rid of that. They cannot do that every year. <laughs> it just seems so unfair, doesn't it? If you're Bama... So Ross said, if you're Bama, you get Auburn, Tennessee, LSU. If you're Georgia, you expect Auburn, Florida, and probably Tennessee. If you're Ole Miss, you probably get at least Mississippi State and LSU and so on. So that's just kind of... you. Can, it's can the rival tier first. Play, like, isn't that the most unfair? What? Having to play Georgia and, and Alabama every, every year. Every year. Right now it is. But again, everything is cyclical. It's all going... I mean, it oh, all no. changes. Oh, there was no. a time, Josh, back when you were a wee lad, that Bama was not feared. I've been told. I can't remember it, it was. They were hilarious. Their kicking woes were, a, were something must-see TV once upon well, a that time. That didn't change a whole in a lot. far, far away galaxy. That didn't change very much. No, that's true, but... The, it was more than the kicking woes, I suppose. It but, was and, it was everything. And, and deep down, the biggest Bama fans know those days are are not too far away they, again. I, look, w- Nick Saban has built a monster. Yes, undeniably. And right now, how they long expect, will, exactly? How long yeah. will he go? I don't think they think like that. I know Bama fans. No, no they, they, not, I am married. Oh, you to are one. married to one. Do, I, they, do you think they know? They know. She knows. They know. She she they, she she's like I'm enjoying they, this while it lasts. One hundred percent because she lived through those times. One hundred percent, and she knows. Now, the, will they admit it publicly? <laughs> no, but do they deep down know that this is not going to last forever? Absolutely. Okay, I hope so. Yeah, I just need Nick Saban to leave. We're not leaving yet, unfortunately. For all those who want Baz and Roger back Monday, where's the bell? Oh, it's over there. I'll get it later. All right, we'll be back after this. Brought to you by Floyd's Seafood, Kill Avenue, and Sherwood. Floyd's has live Louisiana crawfish. Place your order by 4 p.m. Thursday for weekend boils. Floyd'sMeatAndSeafood.com Center. Arkansas's hopeful march to the 2023 College World Series begins today. The 41 and 16 overall Arkansas Razorbacks are the number three seed in this year's NCAA tournament. They begin their campaign today with a two o'clock game against Santa Clara. You guys can catch it right here on 103.7 The Buzz. Coverage leading up all the way to the game will be happening all day here as well. Also in the regional, Arizona out of the Pac-12 and Big 12 champion TCU. Big piece of SEC football news coming out of Florida yesterday. The conference will stick with an eight-game conference schedule in 2024, but they will scrap divisions for the first year that Oklahoma and Texas will be in the league. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Weather from the Fletcher Weather Center with Channel 7's Melinda Mayo. Hot afternoons will continue going into our Friday and the weekend. Today's high around 91 degrees, partly cloudy, just a 20% chance of a few pop-up afternoon showers or thunderstorms. Tonight's low drops down to 69. From the Channel 7 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Melinda Mayo. 
big news, half-price sushi at Benihana's. That's right, half-price on a special selection of sushi rolls at Benihana's. Come get them. It's time to put your pedals to the pavement for the 20th annual Car Tie Tour de Rock on Saturday, June 3rd in North Little Rock. Hit the road and race Tour de Rock as you select from 25, 50, 62, 80, or even 100 miles. Following the ride, celebrate with great food, good music, and fun at the after party. All proceeds benefit Car Tie and the cancer patients of Arkansas. To register or for more info, visit CarTie.com. Hey, it's David Basel for Simmons Bank. You've heard me say over and over again how much I love being a Simmons Bank customer and learning about their amazing success story, starting with one little Pine Bluff Bank in 1903 and now celebrating their 120th banking birthday. They have become one of the fastest-growing banks in America. 120 years in banking, that's a ton of experience. The reason Simmons Bank has been around for 12 decades is because they have a track record of helping people turn their goals into plans. And that's worth repeating. Simmons Bank knows how to help their customers turn their goals into plans. And they're ready to talk to you now, but first, they'll listen. Simmons Bank will guide you at every step. No matter what's next in your life, Simmons Bank wants to make financing the easiest decision you make. A personal loan from Simmons Bank could be the solution you need for large purchases like home improvement projects, wedding expenses, vacations, emergency expenses, or an automobile, boat, or RV purchase. Don't wait any longer. Let Simmons Bank help change your financial life. Let's play a game of Go Fish, but it's not what you're thinking. Want to get outside? Go fish. Want to spend time with your kids? Go fish. Want to save money? Go fish. Arkansas is home to hundreds of public fishing areas, many of them stocked by the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, and a fishing license gives you access to all of them. You can purchase yours online or at a number of stores, and the next time you're drawing a blank on what to do, you'll have a card up your sleeve. Go fish. Get started at fishnatural.com. Hey, this is Trey Johnson with HJ Trailer Sales in Hot Springs, the number one North Star truck bed dealer in the world. Plus, J&I truck beds, Warner truck beds, and RKI truck beds, winches, brush guards, Kurt, B&W, gooseneck balls, fifth wheel hitches, receiver hitches, along with a full line of WeatherTech accessories. HJ Trailer Sales, 808 Albert Pike in Hot Springs. Find us on Facebook or online at hjtrailersales.com. If there's an accessory for your truck, we carry it. H.J. Trailer Sales. You can take the mayhem wherever you go. Just search Morning Mayhem wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to Morning Mayhem, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Four morning mayhem. Welcome back, Chris Kane, Kyle Deckelbaum, and Josh Neighbors in studio with you. We'll get Trey Schaap on the phone from SEC spring meetings coming up in the seven o'clock hour. We'll talk more about scheduling divisions and the future of the SEC in terms of what it's going to look like for Arkansas and others. And it is game day at Baumwalker Stadium. Absolutely, we've got John Neighbors coming up to preview the game. He was out talking with fans who were tailgating yesterday in the tents. Waiting in line to get in the hog pen. So we'll talk with John about the excitement going on in the Hill and everything getting ready for Santa Clara, 2 p.m. today. That means, let's see here, is it a 30-minute pregame? So Justin and Wes will have their full show. Justin Acre yeah. also on the Hill, by the way. They'll be live. They'll be live from, well, I'm not sure if Wes is there. Wes is not. I don't believe but Wes is there, but Acre is there. is live at Bomb Walker. We'll connect with him later. Yeah, that's exactly right. We're also going to have Heather Baker coming in a little early today in the 8 o'clock hour. We'll talk about what's happening the weekend. Oh, yes, she'll be calling in. Excuse me. Melinda Mayo, hopefully we'll be dropping by, but at least we'll get to talk to Melinda about the weekend coming up as well. But I want to talk for just a moment because we've gotten enough 
I think conversation on the text line, which, by the way, First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, 661-1037 if you want to get in this morning. And we also got a couple of people posting this on Twitter as well. And it's about Jordan Walsh. And, you know, yesterday, or I guess two days ago now, Walsh <clears throat> announcing that he is um, opting to forego another season in Arkansas and keep his name in the NBA draft. He's number 39 prospect in ESPN's draft projections. And um, he did post, you know, his or he improved his standings, posting 15 points, 13 rebounds, 10 assists, and 40 minutes of play at the Combine. So the interview that he did with ESPN reporter, whose name is... Jonathan Gavoni. Yeah, Gavoni. Jonathan Gavoni. Gavoni, thank Gavoni. you. Gavoni. He's a draft guy. All right, so this is what people all picked out. This was the quote from Jordan Walsh. Once I got out of Arkansas... I'm now in a position where I don't have handcuffs on me. I'm able to shoot and make plays for people. I have that flexibility to show what I can do, all those things. I was stuck in a role, but now we'll see the real Jordan. That was a small glimpse of me at the Combine. You can tell fans not exactly sure how to take that, or some being a little bit more on the, hey man, what do you mean, handcuffs on you? I don't know, Kyle. I I think... What was your reaction, initial reaction, whenever you first heard or read that quote, and and how did you take it? It's also tougher to take it in text in terms of context or how he was saying it. It certainly stands in contrast to the Arkansas will always be a part of me departure note or something to that the video? extent. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, which the, was well done, by the way. Yeah. Should note they usually are. Yes. The brilliance of Muss is that he doesn't force guys into roles. He generally finds a way to get the most out of guys. And the roles that become defined for guys by the end of a season generally cater to their strengths. And I think over the course of a season, we saw Jordan Walsh's strengths. He made some huge defensive plays. He was a great passer. Underrated passer. Really, really good. Um... He was not the guy who was going to go score 30 points a game. That just was not him. That was not because he was pigeonholed into a role. Uh, I think Muss is a great coach because he, he utilized and catered to Walsh's strengths, his frame, his arm span, all of those things. That was the role that was best suited for him on the team. He went on to say, I feel like the foundation of my game will be a 3 and D player. Having 50% of that done will catapult me to the type of career that I want and can see for myself. And that was the extent of the quotes from Jordan Walsh in that interview. So, this isn't like the SEC Spring Meetings. We will read the whole the whole quote, Ross Dellinger. <laughs> we, will not, we will not take out it. And there was nothing really at, to add there. So, um, but that, that one, I think the handcuffs part is what, what yeah. some Razorback fans were really... Strange kind of honing in on like what do you mean he thought he was handcuffed clearly Did, to say that publicly and but he was also on the verge of coming back i mean he was think, right there did they think that he was just hour. Like, get the ball on the perimeter and be like all right jordan time for you to go create a play for somebody well i, mean, I think he had not, chances to uh, absolutely that's what i was trying to get at yeah. early right. in the season he right. did he did he had chances but to. i thought i thought at the end of, so at the end of the year when i was watching him play especially the kansas game when I said there's an NBA player right there, it was when he was guarding Jalen Wilson. Because I watched Jalen Wilson play the entire season. That's the best defense anybody's played on them the entire year. Yeah. No, it's not close. The right. second half of that game, Jordan was absolutely fantastic on the perimeter. And I'm like, that's the basis of the NBA player right there. And I think that's what, that's what we all saw throughout the year. That's what so, scouts have seen, too, clearly. Yeah, and that's exactly. why he's staying in the draft, because there's enough to work. There's enough of a foundation right. there to work I, with. I, didn't, I never thought his playmaking was at a point, even in like the college game, where it was like good enough to be something you rely on offensively. And top tier. I mean, look, the SEC was an outstanding conference this past great. year, so he, he played he great competition. But he out in any way, shape, or form when it came to playmaking. He also had to share the spotlight a lot. And, right. and you did feel like, I felt like he was kind of in the Chris Bosh role. Yes. You know, where yes. when Bosh went to Miami... He went from, like Jordan in high school, a superstar in Toronto to now you've got to play a certain role and, and just be really good in that role, and you're not going to put up gaudy numbers. But you are going to be needed for pivotal moments, whether they're going to be on offense or defense. But that could be harder to compartmentalize for an 18-year-old 
college student, as opposed to I Chris Bosh. Yeah. Yes, as opposed to Chris Bosh, who had already been through the NBA, realized, oh wow, I need help, and I need, you know, I need some guys to take the heat off of me, which Jordan Walsh had, and you know, I would tell, I would say this after watching the games this past year, you did have a chance to take over in a few games. There were a few games where we were all yelling at the TV, somebody do something. Right. And he, didn't, not, and he didn't. And he didn't really. And he didn't in those games. But he he had obviously, I think, a, a good season. Even though it statistically didn't jump off, we know what his impact was on the floor, even without the ball in his hands. So I think there's enough there. But the comments certainly were. I think you're right, Kyle. In a stark contrast to what the video showed for. It's- the Kansas game was hardly the only one where he played tremendous one-on-one defense. Yes. And so if we could rewrite the quote for him, the way to word it is, I think I have a future in the NBA because of my tremendous defense. <laughs> and go watch the tape from this year, and I feel like I was able to lock up one-on-one some of the top players in college basketball. I feel like I had some really great offensive moments, and I, I know my game on the offensive end is going to get more consistent with time, but I feel like my frame and um, defensive prowess gives me a great jump start for a long NBA career. See, this is, this is what you should do. You should just write quotes for guys and help them out. And he's playing for an NBA coach who, who realized that as well. Yes, and, and who saw his strengths and weaknesses yeah. And tried to put him in the best position, and that's the thing with Mus that you know you've we've heard from players. He wa- look, this is a madman. He wants to win. So if you have strengths, he's going to find a way to help you build on them. And if you have weaknesses, he's going to find a way to help you strengthen them. Right now, to be clear, Mus is not playing anybody with the idea of what can I do to help them get to the next level. Mus is purely trying to win here. Yes. But but those two things can overlap. Absolutely. I also think for you know for us too the one thing that we learned this year I mean people were screaming screaming to play hey play a guy Joe's opinion like it's clear he wants athletic players playing for him and the one guy who stuck out over and over and over again like Kyle mentioned on defense was Jordan Walsh so that is an, that is a skill that I'm like you know what, I think I get, like if you put Jordan Walsh into a playoff series right now and put his wingspan out seven there, two yeah you'd be seven like, two this, wingspan this yeah this guy looks this is an NBA player I'm watching right now so he's right he's already got that in spades but the the quote just struck me as I think like you mentioned just that one word I think it was the one word he's, don't he's you just, he's a 19 year old yeah he's trying to boost himself up but there was a more constructive way to do it especially considering he just played for an NBA coach who I think recognizes the skill set. First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. John Mark says, isn't that part of Muss's recruiting, though? Hey, I can prepare you for the NBA. Absolutely. I, I, I think we would argue that he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Texter writes in, just blowing smoke because he didn't get picked in the first draft. He's trying to build himself up. He's a good player, and he could have said his quote a little bit better. It sounded like he had a mouth and sour grapes. Yeah, I think Kyle put, put the quote into, uh, into a little better framing there. Um, let's see here. You, this texter from the 501 writes in, you play within the frame on the offense, a.k.a. Jordan and Dean Smith's teams. And then another texter writes in from the 870, he wasn't the only one handcuffed. If you want to get in on the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, 501-661-1037. You can also call in anytime this morning, 661-1037. Time now, 644. You're listening to Morning Mayhem. Are you looking for an affordable way to create lasting memories with your family? Well, look no further than Kiko's Country RV in Cabot and Bryan. And now, we've taken it 10 steps further with Arkansas's only camper clearance lot, and it's in Mayflower. What does that mean? It means every unit on the lot will be sold at or below dealer's cost. That's right. You won't find lower prices on new campers anywhere in the state. And the best part? No commission to push your salespeople to deal with. Our product and finance specialists are on hand to answer any question that you might have. And to make the purchase process the smoothest in the state, the the door price you pay is clearly marked on every camp around the lot. And we have a huge assortment of RVs, from small couples coaches to toy haulers to huge fifth wheels that can accommodate the whole family. And these are not damaged or used campers. They're brand new 2022s and 2023s. They come with the original factory warranties. So hurry to Mayflower and check out our huge inventory selection or visit us online at KikosCountryRV.com. That's country with a K. Kiko's Country RV Clearance Slot, just off the Mayflower exit. The most affordable way to make memories with your family. 
family. Now is a great time to get on the water, kick back, and do some fishing. And the team at Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart is ready to help you out. Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart is your Tohatsu outboard dealer. Tohatsu outboards are affordably priced and backed by a five-year warranty. Max offers competitive prices and in-house financing, along with a service center with certified Tohatsu technicians. Fishing rods to guns, casual summer clothing to a new Tohatsu outboard. Max has everything you need for summer fun. So stop by Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart today or do some browsing and shopping online at maxpw.com. While there may be several authentic meat markets, there's only one Whitehall Fresh Market. With the best selection of quality meats and personal service, Whitehall Fresh Market, just a mile off the Whitehall exit on 530, is your home for a variety of seafood, fresh cooked-to-go dishes, salad bar options, deli sandwiches, seafood boils, and, of course, the best quality meat selections you will find anywhere. All this, along with the legendary lunch buffet. It can only be found at Whitehall Fresh Market, opening soon in Sheridan, too. Just look them up on Facebook. Attention, Arkansas business owners and nonprofits. I'm Stan Mellar from Pinnacle Global. Call us and let's discuss your employee retention tax credit eligibility. We'll take all the risk and handle everything for you. Don't miss this opportunity to potentially receive financial benefits. Contact me, attorney Stan Mellar, at Pinnacle Global today at 501-352-9497. Remember, it costs you nothing to apply. Call 501-352-9497 and unlock the benefits you deserve. What's your Oaklawn? Maybe it's lounging under a cabana at our sparkling pool or unwinding with a massage at the luxurious Astral Spa. It could be dining in elegance, then hitting the casino for fun and high fives. And while you're here, you could explore thermal spas, dining and shopping on Bathhouse Row and Hot Springs National Park, just steps away from the resort. Discover your Oaklawn. Make reservations today at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. When you call Blackman Auctions to sell your assets, you begin a multi-point plan to get the highest value possible. Each auction takes 30 to 45 days of planning and strategic marketing for your real estate, your equipment, and your assets. You've worked hard for your property, and it deserves more than a sign in the yard or a post on the Internet. Sometimes marketing is more than just a commercial with a great-sounding spokesman. Call me. Let me come up with a plan to tell your story and turn your assets into money. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton in their summertime auto loan special. Interest rates as low as 2.49%, no payments for 90 days or 84 months financing. Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models, or you can refinance your current auto loan. Apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. We never claim to be the experts in anything. If you hear something that doesn't sound right, Fact check us and send it to our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line at 661-1037. Welcome back to the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oakland, Arkansas's only casino resort. Morning Mayhem. Welcome back. Chris Kane, Kyle Deckelbaum, and Josh Neighbors in studio this morning. Trey Shap is going to join us from Sandustin, Florida in about oh, 20 minutes or so and bring us up to speed on all What's the things the happening there. What's the Sandustin and Destin? Oh, I don't know. It's, you know, every town has its own little name. That's a Baz question. That is. Floridian. He, yeah, he's, uh, you were down there. It was a different era, but, but you were there. For what? Doing a TV show from there. In Florida. Oh, oh yes, yes. Oh you man, Remember you did your morning show. We did from our there? morning show there three years, I think. That At least two. Never in a million years happened <laughs> anymore. But <laughs> yeah, Josh, local television show, morning show. We went down. At least two, maybe three years to uh, Orange Beach, Alabama, and stayed at the Perdido Beach Resort down there, and they hosted us for the week and. Everyone thought, everyone always thinks when you go on a trip, and they probably think it on the same thing on sports trips, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You guys just go watch the game. Oh, it's so great. Oh, it's so great. Oh, it's so great. And you know what? It is fun. It's different. It's fun. But it's nonstop. Like, if we we were constantly shooting and editing, shooting and editing, shooting and editing, and then... And then anchoring, you know, it. so it was, it, but it was fun. It was, I'll tell you this. Those are some of the, those are the trips where, and just like, you know, when you and Tony Rankino would take those trips or you and Sully and Tony, where, I mean, you just bond as a group and you build your chemistry so that the on-air product is as, 
is as good as the off air product. You know, so I the think most fun part of the job are those trips, and they are yeah. they are you know long days, long hours, but they are a blast. But they're few and far between. I mean, look exactly. at look at what lo- look at what local TV now, Kyle. I mean, yes. how many how many things uh, you know are, are local crews going to these no, days? No. As much, uh, uh, relatively speaking, to what just happened five ten years ago. Yeah. You're yeah. just not seeing broadcasts, um, you know, local broadcasts sending out crews because now there's a huge network of TV stations where you've got, you know, Sinclair or Nexstar. They own, I mean, these large con- media conglomerates. They own a hundred plus stations all over the country. So now instead of sending someone to a game, it's oh, do we have an affiliate there? We could just grab exactly some sound right. from. You're losing the local presence the on the road. At these games, unfortunately, so yeah, that's exactly right. No, and listen, um, Little Rock's not the only market that's sort of paying oh, no. the price locally, but um, no. you know the the product's certainly reminiscent of that now, which is which is you know hard to hard to see and, and sad for the industry that 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 you and I once once really loved and, and always will. Perdido Beach, Perdido Key, those are some fun times for sure. All right, um, Kyle, you were telling me in the break that uh, National Scripps National Spelling Bee, we have a winner. We have a winner. Fourteen year old. From Tampa. Okay. All right. His name is Dev Shaw. Okay. Congrats, Dev Shaw. What was the word? Big, big Josh. I'm make you try it here. All right. All right. Here we go. Big Josh. Here we go. All right. All right. <clears throat> Your word is Samophile. Hmm. That doesn't sound too bad. Samophile. Samophile. Say it. Say it again. Say it one more time. Yeah. Hold on. Say it again. Samophile. 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 Okay. Can you use that in a sentence at all? Is there? Is there any? Uh, while, while you get that pulled up, is is there the root of the word there? You know, also, I think get, uh, I was cutting news the other day. Samophile. A, a Greek kid from Little Rock was there. Oh, really? I, I think he was 10 or 11 years old, too. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Okay, we need to get that up. Yes. Okay, Samophile. Greek? Greek. Hmm. That doesn't help me. Of Greek origin. Okay. Can I use it in a sentence? No. Can you find a way to use Samophile in a sentence? Um, Can you Google it into a sentence? That might help. I'm gonna okay. All right, I'll, I'll start it off here. Josh, you you ready? Are you gonna Are you gonna try this with? Are you gonna? Yeah, do you think if Josh and I combo it, we'll be able to get it? Yeah. This is like the this, definition. This is yes. This is the winning word of Scripps National Spelling Bee. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Samophile, an organism that prefers or thrives in sandy soils or areas. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say S to the B. If, can we start with an S? And and give give me a yeah. Here's here's a bell. Here's a bell. No, no I'm not Oh, you got I'm a bell. for the bell. I'm no. The okay. Bumper. Wait. 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 I'm, I'm collaborating. Still collaborating. Still collaborating. Still collaborating. Uh, still collaborating. Standing, can you still turn the camera more towards you? Still collaborating. Here, I'll do oh, it for him. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. Still collaborating. Still collaborating. Right, Here we go. All right. So Josh, it does not Perfect. start with an. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. When I was saying S, I was gonna say so. It doesn't start with an S. That's, it doesn't. It does not. We knew that, Josh. Duh. All right. So let's move C? on. C. What in the world? What other word was is it? Samophile. 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 Hmm. Samophile. Okay. It doesn't start with an S, and it doesn't start with a C. Uh, P. P. The P S. P. P S A. Y. I feel like I feel like the guy in Breaking Bad. All I can do is ring the bell. Your bell's right there. Your bell's right there. I have one. Your bell's right there. All right, all right. So you got all right. All right. So wait, wait. P S Y. P S A. Oh. No. Wait, wait, wait. A or the Y? No, oh, sorry. A is right. A is right. P.S. Now, you, now you're overthinking it. The, okay. the P part's the part we had to get over. <laughs> now, now you're like, <laughs> P.S.Q.? typically is. Okay. All right. Here we go. P.S.A. P.S.A. Sam. Sam. M. 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 I hit the bell. Come on. You got to help us. A. No. All right. Come on. We can only spell on the radio for so long. P. 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 P S A M. P S A M P. No. F. No. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. All right. What's the next one? M. Okay. There's two M's. Oh. Okay. Sam uh, my file. Oh, M A? No. <sighs> All right. What, what's the next letter? O. All right. What's the next one? File. Come P-H-I-L-E. on. P H I L E. Yes. Oh! Yay. We got it. All right. So say it all, all together, Kyle. What is it? Samophile. P-S-A-M-M-O-P-H-I-L-E. Congratulations. What's his name again? Scripps Dev National Spelling Bee Dev winner. Dev Shaw. Dev 
You are smarter than Josh and I combined, and that's not that that telling, really. The winner's haul, by the way, more than $50,000 in cash and prizes. Okay. What do you do as a 14-year-old with $50,000? You put it in the bank and get ready for college. Hopefully uh, put it away for some... I'm not sure he's going to need it for college. Yeah, I know. RJ just asked, what did he just hear? You just heard the Scripps National Spelling Bee winning word, RJ. And I'm telling you, if you're listening right now, if you were in studio with Josh and I, and it was the three of us combined trying to figure it out, we still wouldn't have gotten that close. We, this would carry over into the 7 o'clock hour. Easily. Easily. All right, text line kind of blew up a little bit after uh, Walsh's comments. Uh, 501 number says, Mark in Little Rock, really surprised by Walsh's comments. Do you guys think that maybe he has somebody in his ear feeding him a narrative that he was held back at Arkansas? Maybe if there was someone doing that to Jordan Walsh, or could Jordan Walsh or maybe somebody else possibly put that in Holland's head as well? I'm sure he, Walsh, is just trying to hype his game. Poorly worded, though, again, and I have to wonder if somebody is telling him the narrative. I mean, is he, is he take, yeah, is he yeah. taking advice from an agent? Like, yeah. of course. Yes. But there are better ways to I word mean, it. It makes sense. Tell the people in the NBA that you were not able to show your full game. That's, that's all he was doing. Elsie and Sherwood, good morning, team. Walsh passed up shots, and his shot was very inconsistent, it seemed. Early on, he was foul. He was he was a foul waiting to happen, but he became a lockdown defender as the year went on. I don't know if, and you're right, it, it did feel like he walked on the floor at tip-off and picked up three fouls before the tip. <laughs> and it wasn't, but again, officiating this year, as Josh alluded to yesterday, especially the Missouri game, highly questionable at awful. times. Oh, yeah, thank you. Awful. awful. Just oh awful. Oh, my God. Just awful. Across the board, in co- this is not exclusive to Arkansas. Across the board in college basketball. 501 says, it really isn't that difficult saying Walsh was potentially held back by Muss's system at Arkansas. It's simply saying his game translates better to the NBA style than it did his college style. I think that's, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's another better way to put it, too. Yes. Again, it's, it's how you phrase it. And he's a kid. Or not, I shouldn't say that. He's not a kid. He's an adult who's about to go in the NBA draft. He's a young adult who um, you know, is, is learning more and more how to, how to expound on his thoughts to the media. But the handcuff thing, I think, is the, the main word that got... If, if that word had been thrown out, I don't even think it would be that big of a deal. I think that was the word that, that ultimately lifted it up uh, into the uh, Twitter sphere and, and made people pay attention to it a lot more. All right, we're going to talk to Trey Schaap when we come back after this. Trey is down in Destin for SEC Media Days, or SEC, excuse me, SEC Spring Meetings, Media Days, not till later this summer. So Trey's going to update you on the eight-game schedule being solidified for the foreseeable future and also the elimination of divisions for the SEC, how that is going to shape the landscape for the college football playoff and the college football championship game. That's all coming up next. You're listening to Morning Mayhem. Chris Kane, Kyle Deckelbaum, and Josh Neighbors in studio with you. We're back right after this. Sports talk and entertainment. I can't understand the food in your mouth. That'll put a smile on your face. I'm being serious. I can't understand a word you're saying. KABZ Little Rock. Hi, folks. It's David Basil with some big news from the Riverfront Steakhouse where you never leave hungry. Take that special love of your life and you too ask for the amazing $60 steak special, which includes the delicious Riverfront 10-ounce filet and four jumbo juicy fried shrimp, plus a choice of two large delicious...